Hello and welcome to the uh, Vux podcast uh, to celebrate our sixth anniversary. Uh, with us today, we have Anthony. Hello. Ninja Catfish. G'day all. And hopefully I'll get this, this right, Vuk. Yeah, that's me. <laughs> speak up. You're going to have to speak up a bit. Yeah. How much more do you have to speak up? Well, that works. We can hear you now. This is basically a podcast to celebrate the 6th anniversary, which is on the 16th. So, uh, hold for a round of applause. Thank you. Excellent. Thank you. Um, So, basically, we thought we'd just uh, go through last week's news, go over some sales, uh, a bit of weed talk, release dates, (coughs) all the good good Nintendo jazz. And And the Pokemon event that just finished. Ah. Pokemon event where supposedly some Wii information has been revealed. Alright, let's start off. Alright, so we'll start off with uh, the news that probably has upset a lot of people about Capcom dissolving Clover Studios. Uh, After two years since its foundation, in 2004, Capcom has closed the Clover Studios. Uh, Clover Studios, uh, well known for Beautiful Joe... Uh, and the PlayStation 2 title, Akami. Um, so, while this is a bit disappointing for fans of Beautiful Joe, it doesn't mean those series are gone for good. Uh, it just means... And that yeah, talent will still be around. More. Just in different places. Yeah, it just means they're, they're going to migrate back into Capcom. And It is a tad bit disappointing, though, because uh, Clover Studios were well known for their original titles. Certainly. Also, this I was hearing week, good things about God Hand, actually. Yeah, I have actually never heard of God Hand before. Until, like, yesterday. Until the news. Until the news. I've never heard of God Hand. <laughs> and Okami was getting a bit of her praise. <laughs> and... Alright, let's move on. Hear that? Yeah, let's move on. Um, also, to add to the, di- add, Ooh, add to the disappointment, uh, it was recently revealed in Japan that Zelda will only be sold online for the Cube. Uh, so, don't bother going to any retail stores on the 2nd of December. In Japan. And so Germany. Japan. And Germany as well. Germany is also revealed to uh, not have the Cube version in stores, only online. Uh, we s- we're still not sure... If Australia is going to be dealt the same hand, but uh, it's looking like it might go down that path. Do you guys agree, or you <coughs> think that we might actually end up getting yep. a hard copy in store? Uh, it'll be a hard copy here in Australia. You mean the cube? Yeah, I'm hoping so. Well, I'm going to buy the Wii one, but for Plasma's sake. Sensible. Oh yes, some good news. All this finally. stuff. <laughs> all this stuff about sunlight wrecking the sensor bar on the on the Wii. Um, no one in this podcast really thinks it's going to be a problem at all. Unless, of course, there's a <laughs> magnet glass, <or> magnifying <laughs> glass, as I work out <laughs> after our practice runs of the podcast. Unless there's one of those in your room and the sun is reflecting off it somehow. 
What most people on the internet seem to be saying is, you know, you don't have light shining onto your TV, so why is it going to be shining onto your sensor? But it really has nothing to do with that either, <coughs> because uh, the Wiimote's using little IR LEDs in it, the same way uh, your TV remote does. And, you know, sunlight doesn't wreck up your TV remote. The only thing I can see wrong with it is if um, it gets in at the exact right angle to reflect the sun off the glass into the sensor, sort of wash out the LEDs. Which is kind of similar to getting a you know a mirror or something and shining this in the light into someone's eyes. What's the fuck? Please go. <laughs> I would just ignore that uh, some <laughs> person in the background. Yeah, so basically, unless there's a lot of ifs, uh, the Wii sensor bar will probably not be infected by the sun at all. Um, unless, of course, as Ninja mentioned, you go camping with it, which would oh. seem kind of ridiculous anyway. Well, I was planning on doing outside. that. If you live outside, like, then it might. You might get in the way of um, certain events and bright. In, you know, in areas <clears throat> like I know shopping centers and stuff like that, when they do their tours, like like what's happening in America at the moment, here you're hearing all these people complaining about the sunlight. Yeah, but rest assured, when it when we comes out on the seventh, uh, wouldn't have to worry about this uh, sunlight issue, even though it's 40 degrees outside and the sun is melting everything. Uh, Unless you yeah play your game, play your system outside, it's not going to affect it at all. So moving on to the big news that actually saw, what was it, 25,000 unique visitors or something onto our site, was the Japanese conference. Yeah. Uh, where a few things, a few interesting things were revealed, uh, mainly for the Japanese people, some of it might come over here. Uh, what was revealed is you will be able to purchase 5,000 Wii points and get a classic controller for free. We're hoping that comes over to Australia because of the basically of the price of all these uh, extra accessories. You're looking at $100 for a you know, full controller package and whatnot. Uh, we got uh, then there's the LAN adapter. Well, we've been talking about that for a while on the site, but the first picture of it can be seen on the site. Nothing, nothing special about that. <coughs> if you've got a, a wired network at home and would prefer to use that, I guess the LAN adapter is a lot of good news. Um, straight conversion brings it to about 30 bucks, so that was right, wasn't it? About 30 bucks, 40 bucks when it comes here. So that's probably, yeah, definitely affordable for most people if you don't want to go down the path of the wireless router or the. Uh, What's the other one? The Wi-Fi adapter. The dongle. The dongle, as it is. Uh, then there's also S-video cables, uh, component cables, and of course, for all, uh, well, we're not actually sure if you can save games onto it yet, virtual console games, but there's a 512 uh, MB Nintendo branded SD card. Uh, whether or not you'll be able to put virtual console games on it uh, remains to be seen. But we're hoping, hoping in the end we'll be able to do that. You should be able to. What else is it for? Um, really, when it comes to news, that was about it. I think. Unless you guys have something else to mention. 
uh, there's some screenshots on the uh, website of a supposed um, of the supposed interface, whatever it is, the settings, options, and all that for the Wii. You can look at them on the side if you want to see them. The, they don't paint the best picture of it when it's very blank, do they? Yeah. Uh, they're not particularly exciting, but I'm sure there are many people out there who want to see them. I mean, they made enough fakes of them, so... Alright, let's move on. Sales. Right. Sales, oh, this is a biggie. Someone else can take it. I think uh, Ninja needs to uh, no, he's get out. podcast time here. He's out to go move the car. Oh, right. <laughs> That's <is> convenient. <laughs> Alright, well, I'll do the, uh, I'll do the Australian uh, sales uh, for the week of... Week ended, 1st of October. On number... I'll only mention Nintendo, so on number one is Pokemon Mystery Blue, uh, the dungeon game. Uh, second, Pokemon Dungeon Mystery Red. And uh, actually, that's about it for Nintendo releases. That is it. Got that's the full heap of PlayStation. <laughs> Sorry. Japan, what have we got? Got Pokemon Diamond and Pokemon Pearl. And uh, there's some pretty high numbers. Yeah, and they've, they've uh, actually gone over 2 million now. So, yeah. that's quite an achievement there. It's the fastest selling Pokemon game ever. So far. Was well, it two million in two hours? Two weeks. Two weeks. Two, two weeks. <laughs> I think Dragon. Two, two hours would be pretty good, but I no. think Dragon Quest still outsells it by speed, but uh, New Super Mario Brothers came in at number five. Number six. Um, Kanji Quiz. Never heard of before. One of those. One of those Japanese. Yeah. Final eight. Fantasy 3 came in at number 8. Brain Training 2, number 9, and Animal Crossing Wild World, number 10. So, the yeah, as you can the tell there. Thing is, the interesting thing is, the reason Final Fantasy is not selling as well as it would be is there's actually a plastic shortage for cartridges, as Pokemon takes priority. They're building more Pokemon cartridges. Yeah, I did hear they had. I heard they had factories just. 100% producing Pokemon cartridges, and that's about it. Yeah, everything else got minimal. The hardware sales for the DS Lite are pretty high. <coughs> are these Japan? These figures? Yeah, they are. So basically, as, as you can tell by these uh, Japanese sales, uh, Nintendo DS is still beating all the competition. So that's a good sign for the Wii, if the uh, trend follows. Yeah, yeah console's not always the same, though. But it is similar, they're taking the new direction compared to old consoles as the DS with old handhelds. Yeah. Let's just Either way, they'll sell that at Christmas. Nintendo have really pulled it around. The Wii isn't even out yet, and we've still got the you know, the piss-poor sales of the GameCube going on and the poor third-party support and through nothing but um, uh, through their speeches and dealing directly with the with the developers and the publishers they've gotten a huge list of launch games and partners and everything they've turned it right around 
could have something to do with the success of the DS, but yeah. Def definitely. The DS is kind of like a proof of concept sort of thing. Yes, that's very interesting there, Anthony. Anyway, we'll move on to our We Talk section. Um, basically, all the Australian details you need to know, we'll let you know. Not all of Firstly, them. Firstly, the release date. December, December the 7th, 2006. Everyone uh, already knows that. Yeah, as far as we know, that hasn't changed, and hopefully it won't. Um, a few weeks ago, some information came out about the cost of controllers and games. Uh, for an extra Wii controller, you're looking at $70, which is roughly around the same price as the Xbox wireless controller. But that doesn't include the nunchuck add-on, which is going to be no, required doesn't. for a number of games. The nunchuck's estimated to be around 30 bucks. Classic controller around 30 bucks as well. If you're going to get a classic controller, you should definitely sort of wait out and hope for the, that Japanese deal with the 50,000 mm. virtual console points. Yeah, import one of those. What else is here? Then there's the uh, games that we're expecting for launch. Um, quite a few, actually. Uh, there's Call of Duty, uh, Marvel Ultimate Alliance, Downhill Jam, all, all the ones you can expect uh, seeing America's Shores. Except for... Um, ex except for... Excite, Excite Truck, 2007. Warrior oh, delayed. 2007. Ooh. And they're all going to cost $109. Oh, no. Oh, interesting. That kind of destroys our last little comment there about first-party games only being 100. Yeah, it doesn't look like it. Well, there you have it. Breaking news on... There'll be a um, list of all the launch games on the website pretty soon. We'll be releasing special something on Monday. Uh, the list isn't complete, though. What's there is what's been confirmed, but there are still games from other publishers which... Uh, we think will come out at launch, but we can't confirm it yet. Trauma Center is one of those as well. So we tried to find out who's doing that, and no luck so far. We're talking about the $109 price point for games. When you think about it, people are paying 120 for 360 games, so it's not that bad. But having said that, for first-party Xbox games, you're only paying $99. Yeah, there's that So too. it does seem a bit steep that Nintendo, well, at least Nintendo Australia, are just going that, you know, little bit extra higher. But there's probably some reasoning behind it, I hope. Mm. Oh, they'll Poss just drop pricing anyway. It's possibly just to catch... Mm. It's probably just I'll for the people that are going to be adopting really early. Well, and then they'll bring it down. at the moment, which I hate mm. to admit. Yeah. <laughs> you know who we're talking to with the dawn? Waves fist. Glares. Anyway. And NX, I think, as well. Yeah, I think so. Glares. Alright. Upcoming releases. Let's talk about those. Ooh. Oh, yes. There's a game of the year in here. Honestly. Keep an eye on this game. Tonka on the job. For Tonka on the job. Tonka on the job. Oh, you don't get any better. Honestly, w just don't worry about your Wii. Pre-order this and you'll be set forever. Play this game, your life will be complete. Gaming, n there just won't be any point to go on. 
you uh, but then there's also not as you know highly rated as Tonka but still up there My Little Pony The Runaway Rainbow also on Game Boy oh Game. yes ooh uh, gotta catch that Disney's, rainbow Disney's American Dragon on Game Boy Advance, uh, those three release on the fifteenth. That American Dragon's a tie-in with the movie coming out soon, isn't it? I didn't know there was a movie. There we go. Uh, I swear there is. Oh well. Must well, be. I the say Disney's. Hmm. Either that or it's a uh, TV show. And on the Nintendo DS, again, Disney's American Dragon. Uh, Jake Long, this one's called. Ooh. So it must be, you know, similar but a little bit different. That releases on the 15th as well for this week. That's all the releases. We should talk uh, about the um, ones coming up at the end of the month. Yeah, we could also mention uh, on the 26th for the Nintendo DS, uh, probably a big game for Mario fans, Mario Hoops 3 on 3. I've had the chance to actually play this game. Uh, and there'll be a review up sh- shortly for it, actually. Uh, it's... Well, it's a good sports game. It's, you know, got everything you expect from a Mario game. The AI does become a bit uh, difficult towards the end. And it uh, feels like you're playing some kind of god-like you know, <laughs> opponents. But no, it's a, it's a pretty solid game. And that one comes out on the 26th. The dog seems excited about that one. <laughs> Who wouldn't another be? Big, <laughs> another big uh, game uh, that one member named Flame Conda is pretty pumped about is Clubhouse Games. Oh, yes. On the Nintendo DS. That's, that's 42 card games. Uh, what other games do they have on it? Like chess, darts, billiards. Poker. Uh, Wi Fi connected mm. for that one. All player. Yeah, I think Jenga on is it. Is it 8 player? 4 player or 8 player? It's up Depends to 8 which I game. Mm. Depends which game uh, you're playing. Yeah. Yeah, and I think it's about 30, 39, 37, 39 of them are actually Wi-Fi enabled. And uh, chat with your neighbours. Then on the 27th, Legend of Spyro, A New Beginning on Game Boy Advance and Nintendo DS. And finally, for the month, Pro Evolution Soccer 6 on Nintendo DS, which also comes out the 27th. That's interesting. That also has the Socceroos in it. Oh, nice. Apparently, people should like that game. Apparently, the Pro Evo series was really, really good on PS2, so with any luck, it's kind of alright on the DS. That one's online as well. Ah, two player. Nice. Two player online for Pro Evolution. Yeah. But uh, none of them quite just. They they won't take away the. limelight of Conquer on the job. No way. Everyone has to get that. I don't care who you have to fight for that, just just be first in the line. Sell your house. I can't imagine it being sell, yeah, mortgage your house. Sell sell your family members <laughs> off to the uh I don't know, to the mafia or something. Just get rid of them. You won't need them after Tonker on I'm the sure job. Sure someone will take him. Yeah. Someone desperate. Okay, now, uh, the main reason behind this podcast was the VOOC 6th anniversary. So that's six years. Woo! So I'll, leave it, I'll pass this over to, to VOOC so he can talk about it and tell us what's been going on the last six years. I mean, you can see what's been going on. Well, not everyone has been around since the beginning. 
Yeah, we'll talk about the about beginning. In the beginning. The beginning, beginning. was a uh, tripod-looking site with a red background and yellow text saying Jimmy's a monkey. That was probably the first <laughs> version of the website. So I don't know if that really counts, but... It was called Vook, but... This, that's still up there on the web archive if you dig hard enough. And it actually has better, uh, worse spelling than we already have at the moment. Oh. Oh, you could, I'll be updating the history page uh, shortly as well. That's gone a bit awry, but... Well, that was exciting. Yes, heaps. <laughs> okay, uh, things yes. that we wanted to mention uh, that will be coming out. Six years isn't... You go, Six no. years is something is pretty good, you know. It's that's, huge. That's some real dedication. Not not quite as good as ten or fifteen. Yeah, but, but who's it's, been running ten? No <laughs> one. I just it's just the you know tenth anniversary. They're big. Has the internet even been around that long? Honestly, I'm sure it's been. Oh, well, you know, in some some kind of way. You know, real internet, not you know, old. Well, internet. Probably not. <laughs> not unless you are a rich kid in America. Living in Hollywood somewhere, or part of the military. <laughs> so there's actually yeah, them too. a couple of things that we will be launching on Monday uh, to celebrate the sixth anniversary. Uh, one, Anthony has been spearheading for a few weeks, or months actually. I think it's been now. So Anthony, if you'd like to tell people what's going on with your little, uh, you know, side of the world. Anytime. I'm talking about the ultimate guide, Anthony. Oh, the guide. Yes. Yeah, you know that. I've <laughs> been working on. I didn't want to yeah, say anything. Sorry, guys. We've got a number of things going on. I haven't been doing anything. Right <laughs> <laughs> then. Not meant to say that. I've, I've been doing other stuff. We've got other things lined up. Which oh, we, so we can't talk we about. We be releasing that. Oh. No, we'll be releasing the ultimate guide on Monday. I think I just told a fib. <laughs> and we um, would have been, and we would have been releasing the wiki, except it's not ready yet. Happened. So, someone likes uh, m male organs. Yes. Oh. And lots so, of uh, that. And lots of them. pushed back. All right, back yeah. onto the ultimate guide. Um, a number of the staff members at Vox have been all working together to create what we're calling the ultimate guide to the Wii launch. It's all designed around Australians. We've got, you know, some general American info in there as well. But it's really geared around the launch of the new console and all the different things you might want to know and things you might want to do. Um, yeah, you it know, like, like what? Ask questions, reviews, uh, previews. We've got um, was it that calendar that was up on the front page or in the forum not that long ago? That, that's a part of it. We've got a whole heap of neat, knacky things, sort of, you know, information. Like stuff to go into it as well. Yeah, it's made up of some of the stuff we've already got up there, like the pre-order deals and um, the previews for... And the FAQs. What else yeah, the FAQs is a big one. Um, so the we've got other guide, things. Basically well, a collection of everything we've done so far. Um, <coughs> just an easier guide for, the, for all of you. Yeah, you know, to find uh, Australian information quicker. 
Yeah, information everybody wants to know. Uh, you know, like launch events, you know, what shops are staying open until midnight, that sort of thing. You know, who's There's also this marvellous, marvellous little Wii Sports preview in there somewhere, which I, I think everyone should read. It's which you wrote. It's a brilliant piece, of, brilliant piece of writing. Yeah, so that's launch on Monday to coincide with the 6th anniversary of Looks. Also got um, a, uh, a exclusive uh, list. It's part 4 of the GameCube feature we've been running. Was it part 4? We're up to part 5 now. Who knows? Part 4, and uh, every GameCube game from 1 to 368 in the order of selling in Australia. So, wow. the first three were staff choice, and then reader's choice, and now it's actually what people bought. And there's some pretty big games towards the bottom of the list, which is surprising. We're nearing the end of the podcast. We just asked Daniel what the uh, Pokemon event was like today. Just give uh, us a quick recap. Anything interesting? New information? Uh, Any embarrassing things? Uh, certain forum members wearing things on their head to get attention. Uh, <laughs> it's very different from a DS to a lots more, lots more younger kids. It wasn't really my thing, so I don't really play Pokemon anymore, but been trying to play Pokemon Diamond, but it's in Japanese, uh, and I didn't take it, so I kind of went for nothing. Did you get any free stuff? Uh, my cousin did, uh, Pokemon DVD, but uh, I think he pawned it off already. <laughs> he doesn't really like Pokemon that much. Um, he was just there because he lives near the place. Um, what else? Uh, there was a Q&A session, and asked a few questions uh, most e- n- usual Nintendo spin don- dodging like normal PR people but uh, one thing they did say was the Wii tours are coming in November so well they'd have to be woo yeah oh, woo. yeah we know that, that already but it's the first time they've actually said a month but there's only one month left in the year before the Wii comes out so it's kind of obvious but uh, they said <laughs> they would be coming <laughs> They said they would be coming to WA at least, but... And they'll uh, be coming to Victoria first. Naturally. But, yeah. uh, <coughs> no word if uh, <laughs> South Australia will miss out again, but I doubt it. I think it's going everywhere this one. But uh, I'm sure we'll hear about something that soon, because it's only about two weeks till November. <laughs> and then about a month to we launch, so it's not that far away. And then a month, no, no, two months, sorry, till we all become little hermits and don't leave our homes. Yeah, who needs a social life when you've got a Wii? Exactly. I'm talking to you, Nemesis. <laughs> we'll, all be, we'll all be getting yeah. plenty of exercise as well. Oh, I won't be playing ah, yes. children until... We'll have washborn abs by the, end of, by the end of the year, I reckon. Oh, yes. Looking I forward to... I won't be playing Zelda until the holidays. I'm not, I'm not going to sit and play half and bits of it. I got to work three weeks until. Oh yes, good idea. So wait till Christmas and then sit down for three three weeks, holidays and grow a beard and play Zelda. It, it, it infest myself on my couch. Some of us don't get holidays. God. Yeah, well, I don't get holidays all year. That's my holiday. We'll be really hard on any spoilers that go on in the forum. Yeah, especially Zelda. Yeah, we'll, I'll be posting something within a couple of weeks. 
a stern warning to people yeah. thinking of, uh, you know, spoiling anything about the game. We have a spoiler oh, tag for a reason. There are people out there who know absolutely nothing about Twilight Princess except for the name. And they don't want to know anything other than exactly. the name. So even the name of a, of a town could be a bit too much, so use a spoiler tag on the forum if you're going to go there. I, I, okay, I'll pose a question to you guys and then people, if anyone actually down, downloads this, can uh, yeah, email us in. Um, what, what's the first game you're going to put in the Wii and we'll do a poll if you email us the title. So, you guys, what are you guys putting in first and then we'll put the question out there. I'll be doing Wii Sports first. I think for me, I'll probably pop out Twilight Princess. I don't think I can wait much longer. I'm going bold already. I'm definitely going for Wii Sports. Just simple fact it comes with it. Wii well, Sports seems to be what everyone would be doing, I reckon, but <coughs> nah, it's been too long uh, for Twilight Princess, so... I'm just after the uh, in new innovative controls and all that. I'd rather well, do I something think, I, I think I'll muck around mind-blowingly different. I think we'll end up in, 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 like spending 30 hours on the Mii channel. Yeah. Before we even get to Wii Sports, anyway. What we should do is run competitions on the me see who can make what celebrities and um, video game characters and and see which ones are the best. As in who can make the best Samuel L. Jackson? Because that one at that uh, event <laughs> was impressive. Be good though. Right, There's so uh, many people you can e do. E email us your answer to that or any questions to podcast at vooks.net yeah give us and something to talk about yeah so we can uh you can tell us how to improve our speaking ability if hmm. well female presence you know we could use that hey sharpie uh yes sharpie we're looking <laughs> at you get a mic <laughs> or you know less pauses yes we tend to do quite a bit but we're all we're all podcast virgins so it's to be expected but no longer. Now, to finish to finish this off, I thought uh, we would turn our attentions to the uh, recent top ten uh, GameCube games we had, uh, which was basically a collection of all you members' votes that you made on the forums, um, and the results yeah, they were hardly interesting because they're pretty predictable. But we'll run through them now. Uh, number ten was Pikmin. Nine, you, any of you can interrupt if you you know want to mention something or of course say something. Nine was Tales of Symphonia. Ooh, don't which like my that. honest opinion should have been numbered one. Nah, number I reckon. fifty-two. Didn't like it at all. Then we have number eight, uh, Soul Calibur Two. That should have been much higher. Hmm. Where's F Although Number 7, yeah. Metroid Prime 2 Echoes. Interesting. Uh, Everyone seems to have different opinions on that game. Something is better, something is worse than the original. Oh, it was definitely worse. But it was I still, worse, it was still it was top 10 quality. Yeah, I'd say. In number 6, uh, controversial game. Uh, probably because it wasn't as good as the uh, original. Oh, I wouldn't say original, but... 
the one that everyone thought it would be a sequel to, uh, Super Mario Sunshine. Ah, uh, yes. Number six. I've been number playing five. the Reddit recently, and it's pretty good. There's not nothing wrong with it. It's just not Mario 64. It's hard to live up to that. Really new. You know, Mario 64 was new and revolutionary, and Sunshine just had a jetpack. Hmm. It's hard to live up to that. Talk. It had an attitude. <laughs> Uh, then at number five, Paper Mario: The Thousand Year Door. Probably mm. worth it. Mm. Um, this might just be a coincidence. Number four, Resident Evil Four. Ooh. Yeah, I think that should be probably number two. Yep. I think. Number three, Metroid. It should Prime. be right up there. Number two. Yeah. Again, of another controversial game, The Legend of Zelda: The Wind Waker. Mm. Still deserve that position though. Yeah, definitely deserved it. <coughs> it only had Finally a million points to whoever can guess this. Ooh, ooh. I mean it's almost unguessable. Tonka? Um. Oh no, just a bit just off a bit. Dead or alive beach oh, volleyball. I thought it was an open uh, Not quite. Ah. No. Super Smash Brothers Melee got the top spot. Oh, I'm on a total score of 102 votes for that one. So I bet no one's surprised about that. Not at all. Everyone owns it. Who doesn't play it, honestly? Oh, well, I must admit, I, I hated it until this year. I was more of a fan of the original. Don't know why. I'm a bit disappointed nah, that Zero wasn't in there. I find the original too slow, eh? Actually, if I pick up the total results, um, F-Zero only got one vote, I think. I should have voted. Well, I think it's a two. good game, but it's, it's a good game, but it's not very rememberable. It's like, it's just, I still it's play extremely it. hard. It's hard to really like a really, really, really hard game. I do. <laughs> Something well, that surprised me was uh, Eternal Darkness was not on the top ten. Hmm. I thought that would have made it. Who was the one who hated Tales of Symphonia? That would be me. That'd be Catfish, because okay. he's no good. No, he's a fine. little spoiler. Tales of Symphonia is the 60th best-selling game on the GameCube. In Australia. 60th. 60th. It's way down there. So it's I good. thought it would have been heaps better. Mm, that's out of 368. But it sold more than WarioWare. More than Star Fox Assault, Time Splitters 2, Sport Four Swords. I all these games are don't know all good these games. I think you'll find uh, Resident Evils in the three hundreds. Resident Evil two and three. As in the remake? No oh. no no four. Of course. Huh? Resident Evil four is the second hundred and eighty third. Wow. That's just the normal one, the collector's edition. Is this list counting up or down or backwards? <laughs> oh, no, the, the, the lower the number, the better, so one is the best. Okay. But so no, nah, that's not... There you have it. This is separate from the collector's? No, nah, the collector's is 34, that's why. Ah, of course. <laughs> <laughs> that explains a lot. But uh, I'll, I'll leave a bit of hint, think about it, and then when you read it, you'll say, uh, think about it, and then when you read it, see if you got it right. In number nine... There's a franchise game that's uh, well loved by some people, um, made by EA, and there's about five of them. So, 
which is very strange. And it's the ninth sell best selling game on the GameCube. Above Wind Waker. Are we allowed to make any suggestions? Any ideas? Oh, no. Save it for when the article <laughs> goes up. Save it, okay. Save okay. it, mate. Just so we don't spoil In it. In case you get it right. Yeah. We don't Alright, it better not involve a golf stick or I'll be very angry. Mmm, uh, nah. Oh. Oh, oh. <laughs> what? Shouldn't have said that so much. <laughs> Alright, well, before I get, you know, murdered, first, you know, giving that away, uh, I think we'll close this off. Uh, our sixth anniversary Vooks podcast special. Which is what we'll call it now when we post it up. Yes. Because that's a cool title. You all officially yeah. get permission to start a confetti party. You're obsessed with confetti. Maybe. It's, it's terrible. <laughs> Alright, well, anyway, i uh, just like to thank Anthony, Ninja, and uh, Vuk. I've got to get this right because I keep pronouncing it wrong. Vuk. Not Vuk. Vuk. Uh, for joining us today. This podcast took four hours, five hours to record. It's, yeah, very depressing fact. But we love it. And uh, tell us how to make us better. Thoughts, thoughts out to yeah, thoughts out to East. Thoughts on regular sections that we can do, just ways we can improve what we're doing, like putting little music intros in and stuff like that. Anything at all. Whether you want us to sing, if you want us to sing, we will. We can sing. We've got a we've got a banana song singer in here. Give us some jokes. No way, Jake. Actually, no, I think we can end, end this podcast with the uh, stylings of of Ninja Catfish. Oh. Just pick any song. No. <laughs> nah, email. As long as it's PG. Raindrops keep falling on my head. Oh, I'm not cutting it. Oh. Alright, uh, thanks for listening, everyone, and with any luck, we'll be back uh, sometime in the near future. Catch you later. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. Woo. Woo. The falling on my head. <laughs> <laughs> that that doesn't mean when I'll soon be turning red.